Do, 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 podcast theme. So, since I know you're not going to put this up before probably the end of today. <laughs> That's, but well, you might. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just going to say that it's the opening day of uh, Learned League Season 91. Oh, yeah. I got all six of the questions right for only the seventh time ever in 10 years of playing. Congratulations. Don't say what they are in I case won't. I am that. that okay. That, well, I, in space, I, I would hate such to give alacrity. you a reason, like, oh, God, I'm yeah, feeling exactly. super motivated, but... Like, don't motivate me to not post the podcast, <laughs> frankly. We do not need another externality on that. But I was so proud of me, so it was Yeah, very, no, that's awesome. Congratulations. Very exciting for me. I, I, I've said before, and I keep thinking, like, periodically, oh, maybe I'll do the next Learned League, and then the next time it comes around, I'm like, nah, I'm okay that I'm still not, you know, I'll get yeah. there. I still, well, like, I still think fondly of it, but like, eh, nah. Right. Well, they're they're a lot more flexible about advanced access now, which is nice. Oh, nice. So, like, it's a lot easier where if you're like, meh, I just have a thing that day, you yeah. can get the questions early, but it still involves coordinating and yeah. a whole bunch of shit. But playing in the off-season is sometimes fun. That's yeah. almost my favorite now. I find the regular season a little dispiriting, but off-season, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> when everybody's in more of a uh, slow-pitch softball mood and drinking beer. Or you can pick a topic that you're better at, you know? Yeah. So there was like Book of Knowledge uh, mini league that I almost made it into the championship on. But then there was nice. Liberation, which was all about liberation movements, which I would have thought I would have done okay in. And I just got smucked. So smucked. And, uh, but you don't care. So if you're doing badly, you don't feel good about it. You're just like, nah, fuck it. Like, you know, answer a bunch of bullshit answers or whatever. And you're not like letting down the team or the league or the rundle or whatever the hell it is. So, yeah, that's, that's my feeling. Uh, but it was nice to have like a little thing that's going on because, uh, holiday season starts in earnest in two weeks and Hanukkah's early. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying the the still quiet time before things go on the calendar. <laughs> what about yourself? Besides your brother visiting, what else been up? Well, he visited and uh, we got tattoos. So um, oh, he got one too. I only saw yes. the Josh side of the whole thing. Yes, no, no. It was that was sort of like his uh, motivation thought was like, hey, let's let's go get matching tattoos. And I was like, all right. Wait, let's did you do both it. get the same ones? We did. What? Yeah, he's walking around with a manger sponge on his arm. So, what's the manger sponge significance to him? Uh, he also likes math and he likes me. That's so sweet. So did, like, it's not, it's not outside of tattoos? his wheelhouse. Yeah. No, he's got, he's got several other tattoos. He is a tattooed man, but you are not. Yes. Right. Yeah. He's Deep. got a nice floral thing, sort of like a loose sleeve on his whole left arm. He's got a mathematical equation on uh, one side of his ribs and a what big tree on the equation? other. Um, pff, I Sorry. I remember some sort of energy <laughs> equality thing, I think. Okay. Um, something that was deeply meaningful to him and to me it looks like a mathematical equation. So sure. he's got a yes, I said, yes, I will, yes text band on one of his uh, biceps. Love it. Uh, yeah, and some other stuff. I can't remember what all. That's cool, but it was your first one. What was? And yeah. I, I have to tell you, me and my sister both have, if not matching, at least similar tattoos. Because um, nice. after my mom died, we both got four-leaf clover tattoos, but they look different, but they're each like, it's the same idea, but with a different uh, manifestation, I guess. Yeah. Um, by the way, this is uh, episode uh, 100 ah! of the Metaphor Podcast. I am Josh Cortex-Millard. And I'm Jessamine. Yes. And what were we saying? <laughs> um, we were talking to Josh about his uh, first ever tattoo. How mm. old are you, Josh? I am 42. 
Wow. Wow. What? Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be neat if that had been a year that hadn't happened during a pandemic, so I could have enjoyed it a little bit more just on the... Man, my <laughs> sister hey, turned 50 at the beginning of the pandemic, and I tell you what, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, I'm, I'm delighted to have done it. I'm already thinking like, oh, well, you know, it would look good if it was like next to that on my arm and stuff like that. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, Did you go but, to yeah. uh, like uh, artists you knew or one that you um, heard of? I figure uh, in, in Portland, everybody has their own yeah, tattoo there's, artist. Yeah, there's so many tattoo artists uh, in town. Like I don't have one because I've never gotten a tattoo before. And I like this guy and maybe he'll be my tattoo artist. Like he's nearby and he great. did a good job on zero notice for the thing I wanted. So Yeah, it looks we'll great. I mean, I yeah. saw the pictures. It looked like, you know, they shaved your forearm, they tattooed your forearm. Yep. The thing. They did the whole thing. Um, yeah. That's so far, it's not bothering me. It's like healing up perfectly fine, and I haven't gotten to the point of being peely or itchy. So, uh, so I'll take that. But yeah. So did that. Saw the family. Uh, hung out. That's, you know, things. <laughs> Sounds good, though. <laughs> like I said, possibly in, in pre-roll, just like uh, I'm, I'm on that sort of like, and that was like an intense four days of like, you know, very happily seeing people I haven't seen in a while and spending time with my family and a lot of, lot of everything. So I'm, I'm definitely on this right. sort of like refractory curve right now of just like, okay. And yeah, I, I guess I have right. any energy left somewhere. <laughs> hang, hang out at home where it's, where it's calm, peaceful. Yep. But here we are. It is, uh, like you were saying, it's the first day of Learned League. It is uh, Monday, November the 8th, as of this recording. Both yeah. of our afternoons. Uh, daylight savings uh, ended. Happened again. Yep. And, uh, oh, and I got my booster shot on Friday. Oh, nice. Yeah. I slept uh, I- 11 hours Friday night. <laughs> it was very and like I usually get a healthy eight, but like wow, wow. Yeah. But then I felt okay on Saturday, which was good. Like Friday was not great, but um, got a lot of sleep. Woke up the next day feeling okay and happy to be boosted. I guess. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, I just got mine uh, on Thursday. Neat. So uh, yeah, we're all we're boosted as hell here. Well, and the booster like recommendations seem to vary a little state to state. So, like Jim's not eligible yet, but Milo is because they've made certain mental health challenges uh, make you booster eligible. But Milo lost his vaccination card, <laughs> mental health challenges, which means he has to go through that process in order to go through the next process. My sister's getting boosted sooner because she's got a front-facing job. But around here, if you don't, like, basically, I was like, well, I have a front-facing job because I work at the library occasionally. Um, But then the library is like, nah, we're closing. And I'm like, when? And they were like, well, Saturday's our last day. And I'm like, well, boost it on Friday. (laughs) Fine. I mean, and they don't care. It's like there's not a vaccination shortage around here. But I do like to try and be scrupulous about the rules because they're important. But yeah, you uh, you did the thing. I did the thing. The things are done. Yeah, let's talk about Metafilter a little bit. Let's do it. Um, let's see. There's a couple of job posts uh, from October since we last talked. Um, yeah, we need to figure out how to get more people because I see people in Ask Metafilter occasionally with things that could be jobs, and I feel like we need to encourage people slightly more to. Uh, yeah. But somehow do it without doing the intrusive, oh, it looks like you're asking about X, you know, clippy-ass 
uh, yeah. algorithmic shit. So no, if it's not a dancing pumpkin, I don't want it. <laughs> Maybe dancing Santa, I guess. All right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, we should we should we should uh, you know do a little community engagement. And be like, hey hey hey, here's another place to find people that might be up your alley. They can do gig things. They can do other things. Yep. Uh, but it looks like what Barbara Spitzer's looking for property project management and maintenance. That seems interesting. Ooh, in Australia, New South Although Wales, is, is, is the uh, or Tasmania? Yes. Full time position for definitions and entitlements. I don't know what entitlements even means there. But if you do, then maybe that's the job for you. Yeah, looks like it pays well. Looks like it would actually be kind of interesting. And then Shadem Tance has a uh, more of a one-off job, needs to drop off a document uh, at the Pennsylvania Secretary of State in Harrisburg, if you're in the vicinity. Hey, uh, so the if that's you, hey, go help a, go help a Shadem out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, boom, jobs, we did it. Pew! One, and one, uh, one, I would just down. like to also shout out Frimble again. The map is a thing of beauty. Thanks for the fact that it <laughs> works and looks awesome. Back in, back in, uh, back in gear. I'm still happy about it. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're happy about it. Yeah. Uh, and it talk- only shows me the names of like 10 countries, but one of them's Romania, which I always enjoy. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I used to live there. Hey, hey. I always feel like I miss an opportunity to capitalize on having lived in Transylvania around Halloween, you know? Oh, yeah, that seems I- like something like it's, you know, leaning into that's a real opportunity. Was was Halloween a thing um, where you were this year? Because I know last year we were just like, Bleh. we're just we staying home with thing. the lights off. Yeah, no, we went we went over to a friend's house and had a nice little fire pit in the backyard, um, and uh, avoided any trick or treating. Because like when we don't avoid trick or treating at our house, we get like four trick or treaters. Like it's not a popular street for it anyway. So um, right, because it's it's in a slightly weird location and. Yeah, we're just sort of like, you know, we're 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 on a street that's a side street to a side street. Like, you know, there's just it's never going to be the thoroughfare for uh any number of trick or treaters. Well, and um, I assume in Portland like people know where the places are and your place isn't one of those places. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I assume so. Like I assume there's neighborhood organization stuff and things like that. Like I don't pay attention cuz like I don't have kids. I'm not taking them trick or treating. So eh, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I I don't have kids, but I put on my bee costume anyhow. Sure, I I just mean like I I don't keep track of where it's happening. That's not my house because yeah. I don't have any specific need to know the logistics. So it's like, yeah, eh, well, it's not happening here, and oh well. Well, even though Vermont's COVID numbers are not looking great, which you know <laughs> is too bad, Vermont. Um, and it and it's and it's weird. I mean, it's not weird. It's like this is how pandemics happen but like you know unvaccinated people we have a very small percentage i think we have over 90 percent vaccinated it's really high but nice. you know people are still getting sick kids are getting sick it's it sucks and so the numbers aren't great but there are more things that are happening and you know those things probably feed off each other to be honest but uh, uh there's like a little downtowny thing that happens for halloween here and it did not happen last year. There was mm. not a thing. Like, there were a couple, like, drive by and we'll, like, throw candy into your car if you roll your window down kind of thing. But yeah. this was, like, you know, a couple little things. There was a really nice uh, Day of the Dead uh, uh, sort of 
set up in our local gazebo, which was actually really sweet, um, not only because it was made by actual Mexican members of our community, um, but also like many people have lost someone in the last year. And it, it I, I think people like grokked it a little more than they might during like an average year where you don't lose people as rapidly yeah. as people have been losing people. And so it was just, it was nice. And uh, so I decided to put on my bee costume and go walk around. Uh, I actually have like a walk around friend who also enjoys dress up, which is usually my problem. Like my friends here don't like dress up, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. But I am a little shy to want to go dressing up and walking around by myself. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, trickier of a calculus if you have to solo. Especially if you're a like, grown-up. You don't have kids. Like, at least yeah. I'm female, but still. So, my friend put on her frog costume. I put on my bee costume, and we walked around a little bit, which was nice. Yeah, And then, cool. you know, was home at a completely reasonable hour, and we don't have <laughs> trick-or-treaters here. So, I ate my, like, three pieces of candy and was like, ooh, and... Yeah. Check, checked in on Internet Halloween, which was a good time. Nice. Yeah. Well, and Projects was very Halloween-oriented in a way that was actually kind of fun. I guess we can switch over to Projects now if you'd like to. Yeah, let's talk about Projects. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I always enjoy um, Miss Jenny's posts, and uh, this time was no different. Uh, this time... Uh, She's come up with a thing called the worst house on the internet. So basically, <laughs> it's like a virtual bad trick-or-treating experience. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I could remember the bad houses. I still can. Like, I'm 52 years old, I think. What, what would a bad house be? The bad house are either the ones that give you toothbrushes, or like maybe there's like kind of a weird person who lives there. And, and, and I... You know, it's it's odd thinking about this because thinking about what might be weird to like a little kid might be different than what's weird to you now, you know? Yeah. But like people who would give stuff that kind of like weren't candy or that sure. wanted you to come into their house, which felt mm, not see, good. I don't remember. And, and that not I feel like, like, I not like creepy, pervy, but, but still, just like it was uncomfortable and you weren't sure what yeah. to do when you were a little kid in an ill-fitting costume. Yeah, I, or I, I mean, they I, had their I, lights on, but they weren't actually open for trick or treating. Because I was like rural trick or treater, right? You had to walk like yeah. a block in the dark in between yeah, commitment. houses. Yes, it's scary, and there was like lurking, lurking boys, you know, who would <laughs> menace you in weird, you know, little kid ways, kind of. I remember like there would be the occasional house that was giving out like pencils or something. And like, depending on whether they were good pencils, that might actually not have been a deal breaker for me. But like, I, right. like I remember that being a thing, but also I don't really remember like caring. Like I haven't, I haven't retained any specific memories of that. Like there's no time. I was like, I can't believe this just happened. It's like, if it was a shitty house, whatever, go to the next house. And well, and we were like in a really small neighborhood. So you might only hit like, I don't know, 20 houses, 25 houses. Sure. You know? And so, if there's 20 houses and like 15 of them have their lights on, if one of those 
is giving out toothbrushes, then it's like 10% toothbrushes. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a serious hit on your take. toothbrushes, and you're just... Yeah, and I was, like, I was like in residential Portland, so like, you know, you could really pick a direction and just like plow through a lot of houses if you wanted to, so... Yeah! There was no yeah. sense of it being precious. You know, there was always rumors that maybe someone would be giving out full-size candy bars and no one actually... Oh, God, was. nobody ever gave out full-size candy bars, but I don't know what they gave out because I didn't think fun size was quite as much of a thing when I was little. Yeah, I wonder, like, because I would have been, I would have been a few years younger than you, and I feel like fun size was like a always years. a thing. Bless your heart, you're ten years younger than me. Uh, uh, is it ten? Isn't it ten? Like what year were you Maybe. born? Seventy nine. Yeah, I was born in sixty eight. It's more oh, like all right. eleven. All right, uh-huh. fair enough. You just you so you've got such a, a youthful uh, you know joie de vivre. It's because I get so much sleep. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I tell people when they're like, you're how old? And it's like, because I'm dressed like a child. That's <laughs> yes, why. But, I, but I've been meaningfully alive for less of it because I spend more of it, like, you know, functionally, uh, you know. Uh, um, uh, yeah, so, what else? at any rate, worst house on the internet. And there are just ridiculously weird, bad. Oh, yeah. Some houses you get, like, coupons. Like, oh. <laughs> a coupon for french fries and then you have to get your mom to like drive you to a place like the, the mcdonald's coupons were not a great or you get yeah. like money for unicef if you were collecting for unicef but like uh, but then wouldn't you have to just give it to unicef so that's not even yeah well that's exactly the thing i mean charitable giving is great and getting kids plugged into that is great but if you have a house that like all they have is nickels yeah eh confusing uh and you know having weird parents didn't make any of this any easier right um but so this kind of mimics that it's a very funny goofy thing you ring a doorbell and i think i got like a groupon for some money off of like something um i got like 25 like like a tenth of a a quarter of a bitcoin like a dogecoin like like a quarter of a penny's worth of Dogecoin, I think, was one of them. Awful. Just awful. <laughs> awful gifts. So <laughs> So I had, so I enjoyed it because it was funny, but also like you enjoyed it. Like yeah. you know, kind of a goofy one off. I just saw a screen cap from the like R Shibu subreddit on Reddit. Um you know the subreddit on Reddit. That subreddit. Boy. <laughs> what? Is that the dog that just had a birthday? Uh, what there? I don't know. I mean, it's a kind of dog. Like it's a subreddit about Shibu Inus. Okay, um, it's not a subreddit about the Shibu Inu uh, cryptocurrency. And the screenshot is, was of a moderator in all caps saying, "This is not a cryptocurrency." Ha! You know, subreddit. If you post it, you will be banned. Um, but yeah, yeah just, I think uh, whatever that funny dog is, um, the the one that has like the little cat. Comic Sans captions around it from time to time. Oh, the, the really excited, uh, laughing looking Shibu Inu? Yeah. Or, I don't know if it's a Shibu. That one. May I not think be. it was one of the original Shibus that captured, you know, the. the sure. I, I believe that dog had a birthday recently because I, think okay. I saw it on Malt Shop. Well, hooray for Signed dog. photo of Alec Baldwin. Oh, no! <laughs> Alec Baldwin's in fucking Vermont. Okay. Hiding out. <laughs> uh, that whole poorly thing. because I read about it in the fucking paper. Yeah, uh, I know um, it's a mess. 
I appreciate Malevolence Project. Uh, are you a clickbait genius? Oh, um, yes. I also enjoyed that very much. Similarly, working within uh, some internet vibes. But yeah, just like, you know, find, find the correct clickbait headline based on, uh, you know, some, some actual data and then variations and whatnot. It's a, it's a cute idea. Can I ask you like a completely naive internet question? Sure. Is No Nut November a thing? <laughs> or is it a joke that's become a thing and it's just a meme? Yes. I don't fucking know. I'm not that, like, I'm not going to. I don't gonna... know. I just read somebody on Twitter talking about trying to explain it to his son. And. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I just was like, I can't Google it. I can't. I'll just ask Josh when yeah, I talk to him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I have to assume it's like a, a weird slurry of everything. Sure. Like, it it seems consistent with my perception of people being weird and horny on the internet mm-hmm. that, like, genuinely not masturbating for a month is something probably plenty of people do. Well, and then maybe there's like people no who are just like fap subreddit that I'm very familiar yeah, with. Yeah. Which, you know, not very I, familiar medium. Fami- I, I have low <laughs> oh, you love it? familiarity oh, yeah? with you, it. You, you spend all your days there. Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> this <laughs> is why I won't ask anybody else. Yes. No. Um, I mean, who fucking knows? Right. Like I, right. Like, like, like what's, there, there's, I mean, there's the pose law thing to begin with. Like, you know, how, you know, any sufficiently like sarcastic or ironical or whatever thing is going to be indistinguishable from actual like dumb bullshit that someone believes or means. Yes. Like, you know, satire is dead and mutilated and has been cremated and put in milkshakes at this point. Um, but also, like, that's not even a binary question. Like, it is a. It's definitely whole a spectrum. thing. Like, there's some. Like, like, it's not like. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's definitely a cultural thing. There definitely co- exists like the cultural idea of no nut November and of no no fap in general. And on the one hand, there are certainly people who just think that's a funny thing to say and talk about. And on the other hand, there's definitely people like historically who've been like, "Oh, masturbation is a thing you should never do." And those people are probably not really hanging out with each other on Reddit. But like, it's not like the idea of shunning masturbation is even like a new invention in humanity. And then you have the people who are going to like sort of be into it for the lols, and you know they may or may right. not actually not be masturbating. They may or may not be hanging out on subreddit talking about whether or not they're masturbating. But the idea exists there. So like, I'm sure there's genuine no nut Novemberites. I'm sure there are plenty of in it for the lols Novem- no nut Novemberites who enjoy like trolling people with the idea that someone would be doing this. And then some people who just think that the whole thing is absolutely a farcical thing. And you know everywhere in there who i don't know i don't basically i don't know how to answer the question other than say that like i'm sure you would get genuine answers in either direction from people who hang out on reddit know your meme seems to think it is a thing so that's good at least i included I a mean, link so that other I, people can see <laughs> again like like <laughs> culturally it's a thing like like how right. how much of a thing a thing is like flat earthers how many flat earthers actually genuinely believe the word the world's flat, and how many people think it's funny to be, you know, haha, flat earther? I think it's probably the same thing. Right. Like, well, I haven't done both. my research, so yeah. Do your own research, so yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, good. 
Thank you. I'm, I'm glad I'm not. Well, because, you know, sometimes I just think I just don't know anything about kids today. And I feel like today's the day I finally have to confront that. But uh, it isn't. Yeah. Not yet. Yep. Oh, no, and I enjoyed, uh, while you were rebooting your computer, uh, very much enjoyed the Saturday afternoon IKEA trip simulator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by DNG. And uh, I think I've mentioned that the one time Jim and I went to Ikea together, it's probably the closest we've come to breaking up over over nothing. Like, there are occasional times where we're like, maybe we have an extreme difference of values or like, whatever, we're just having a bad day. But this was just like, we went into Ikea happy (laughs) 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 and came out of Ikea, like, seriously, like, in the elevator, just me being like, I swear to God, I'm going to murder you. Like, you know, and Ikea just does that to you. And so this is a great uh, simulation of how that happens. (laughs) It is a it is a strange and complicated environment. Uh, well, in and so I should ways. put in a um, I should put in a plug if if you're interested in in the the weird world of IKEA. Uh, Nino Cipri is a author from Vermont who has written two books, just short novellas that are like sort of a dystopian thing that opens up inside of an IKEA like store that isn't Ikea but is clearly Ikea and um, I just have to put in a plug for them because they are really good books nice um, one of them's called Finna and the other one is called I don't remember I'll figure it out um, uh, on the nerdy and metafilter side uh, there's a uh, project from Caden uh, Caden numbers I've I've Scroll like twenty forty eight. There we go. Twenty forty eight. Come on, I was gonna, it's that I was, game. I, it's that game. I, what what game? Twenty forty eight. Oh well, yeah, but I mean twenty forty eight. It's just it's it's a power of two. I, I almost said Caden. Oh, I am before. sorry, Josh. Yeah, well, I'm just saying it's like I didn't learn the number from the game. The game took the name from the number. <laughs> um, you don't. Yes. Know. <laughs> Look, we didn't talk about one seventy eight, so we're going to talk about like two digit. Powers of two instead. Um, well, because yes. every time I look at what a number is in binary, I'm always like, well, that's a cool pattern. And it's like, it's ones and zeros. It's always going to be a cool pattern. Yep. Shit. All right. I bet you could find one. That, you thought. Like, that pattern kind of sucks. There's nothing good about that pattern. Maybe. Um, anyway, it's... <laughs> they did a little project to uh, convert exported Metafilter comments to uh, other formats like oh, HTML, JSON, or... Oh, I that. that was really Xbox. neat. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, happens, you feel like converting... Trimble doesn't have to do it. Yeah. And then people can get something that is... Well, you know, yeah. Them. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, you know, because we export it in a way that is straightforward, but like, you know, it's not necessarily straightforward to import to other contexts. So... Right. So, yeah. So, that's some good work. I appreciate that. Yes. That, um, is, that is a link to uh, Nino Cipri's book. Uh, they're ah. a neat non-binary author that I think people would probably like, but might not discover. Nice. And there's a bunch of other stuff. We'll go forever if we keep talking about it all. But uh, projects is good. Keep posting yeah, those projects. I feel like I need to go learn about me and Vermont's uh, Mystic Paths word board game just because I love word board games and I would like to, uh, I don't know, branch out. I mean, really, how many Scrabble games can you play? Uh, I'm not sure yet, but I feel like I get better at Scrabble when I play other word games more. 
That, that makes sense. Like, there's probably sort of slopping around of skill sets across different things. Yeah, exactly. Did you see that there's a Queen's Gambit board game? And it's not, like, this is not a joke, and it's not chess. It's a game that you, has you chess themes. Did you, tweeting about it? I think I saw somebody tweeting about it I, th- I saw someone very, else tweeting like, about it. what the actual fuck yeah. way. I, I saw a couple different what the fuck reactions to it, was what brought, brought on my radar. Um, yeah, like it's, the Queen's It seems Gambit both inevitable and also, like... A movie just, about chess? Yeah, well, it's a it's a it's a short uh, dramatic TV series. It's a TV series about chess. Yes. So the fact that there's a board game other than chess is just so hilarious not, and also. I think terrible. I thought it was about, and this is so stupid, but I think I thought it was about queens. Like I thought it had something to do with like royalty. <laughs> I mean, that would have been an equally reasonable guess, just just based on like the title. No, it's a, it's it's a, it's good. I enjoyed it. It's uh, I mean, I like- Taylor Joy as a woman, you know who grows up in an orphanage and learns to play chess and becomes like an international like chess sensation and that seems faces neat. off with the Russians and yeah, that's that good. good watch. Uh, and it's also like, yeah, just put out a story? chess. No. Uh, yes. No, uh, no, I think it's just sort of like, like it's, it's sort of fairly doting about its chess, but it's more like, you know, running with sort of like the theme of mid century chess uh, okay. and politics and whatnot. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Post your stuff and projects. Keep coming. Uh, shall we talk about Metafilter proper? Let's talk about Metafilter proper. Um, I had something. Oh, I actually made a post this month. Yay! Um, and it is about a topic near and dear to me, so I'm going to yammer about it for until you make me stop. So, <laughs> the bird ability map. So, basically, um, we've seen over the last uh, couple years um, uh, sort of... Uh, People who do outdoor and nature naturalist enjoying the outdoors stuff, um, really working on their inclusion game, right? And especially because there have been some notable negative uh, situations where, uh, you know, people have gotten weird grief for birding while black and that kind of stuff. And um, birdability is a neat little map that's been made with the... um, uh, this this organization called Birdability in conjunction with uh, local Audubon that's essentially a crowdsourced map that tells you what accessibility features birding locations have. So it's not, hey, all of these places are accessible because, number one, that doesn't mean anything specifically. I mean, it, it does in a strict ADA way, but it doesn't. There's a lot of different ways to have an accessible birding site. And um, one of the things that I really like about this project is that it doesn't just talk about the standard stuff, even though that is important. You know, like, are there restrooms? Uh, Is there, you know, a hard place to park the car so you can take a wheelchair out on it? You know, are the paths accessible, blah, blah, blah. But it talks about a lot of uh, sort of cognitive sensory stuff as well. So is it really noisy? Are there, uh, you know, a bunch of people nearby? Are there sort of this, that, and the other? Like, like what's the kind of safety profile of the place? And, you know, they go through some time and effort to be like, look, safety isn't, are there people that look different than you nearby, but more like, you know, are there, are there other people nearby? Or is it kind of a weird secluded location that you might not feel comfortable in if you were somebody who does not feel comfortable in those situations? And so, you know, people who are interested in this project can kind of go through, and it's intended to be kind of objective, 
so not like subjective like well i didn't feel safe here but like it's noisy here relative to yeah. whatever um and uh so people who like experiencing the outdoors and who don't mind spending a little bit of time kind of filling out a checklist can submit their just reports about a space and it doesn't take that long it's like 10 or 15 minutes and then people who are interested in birding or experiencing the outdoors can learn about these spaces on this huge crowdsource map it's primarily in the uh united states but there are locations all over the world and you know get to basically interact with and experience the outdoors with the assistance of lots of different people who can give them that information so bird ability week was uh second week third week in october and uh i just made a little um post about it and uh it's always fun to talk to metafilter people about birding stuff nice and i saw a red-bellied woodpecker today which was very exciting also an rbt right earlier rb nut is that RB nut, RB nut. That's okay. what made me that makes think more about s- no nut November. That uh, okay. See, I was going to try and make a joke about birds who really like uh, beef and cheddar. Um, what? So for once, because he's an RB nut, like Arby's. See, oh. <laughs> see, I was the one not making a, a dick and balls joke. So um, good. Note good this for one you. for posterity. This is the one episode where that's the way you. it worked out. Um, I need to draw some pixelated penises for. Uh, uh, a mephite friend who's working on a loom project. Um, I mean, no, you don't. You just have to take some pictures of actual dicks and put them through a pixelator. Uh, yeah, but that's you, you get such poor results when you try to like. There, there's oh, really do you? I'm art. sorry, it's not a thing you, I've done very you, often. Pixel art is tricky. Pixel art, especially like low color pixel art, which for like a loom project, it needs to basically be a black and white bitmap. You know, black and white, not the colors, but you're working with like just like very simple. So wait, small, they wanted to actually look like a penis or they want it to look like a blurred out penis they want it to look like like cartoon penis like like a playful sort of penis that would look good on a textile on like a towel or something but like tiled like you know small ones tiled across the the length of of a woven piece of fabric oh interesting um, yeah I, w- I feel like you could look up old ascii porn for that maybe maybe that's a good idea leisure suit larry something like that People have, there was a people there was surprising tried. little actual nudity in the Leisure Shoot Larry games. Right, um, they always like, I, covered it up with some. Kind yeah, of, it, was, like, it was always just sort of like a little more burlesque of a thing. I don't know if we ever saw Larry's dick other than in the first one briefly as like a two pixel sized uh, boner <laughs> through a window. Um, if I'm even remembering that right, it might two have just been like pixel boner through a window. I feel like maybe that's that the be, well, that's a, it's episode title. Too crazy <laughs> for a title, but it is funny. <laughs> How about uh, Larry's Pixels? I could like, yes. you know, we okay. had that game when I was a kid, and that wasn't like appropriate at all. And in my mind, I had it when I was in high school, but then I kind of looked up the arc of Leisure Suit Larry's games, and I, I don't think that I don't think that lines up. My father must have had it at home, mm. like when I was then away at college and came back. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the first one would have been early 80s, so. Well, early 80s, I was still at home. Yeah. See, that's yeah, what I, I thought, too. But the Wikipedia page seemed to imply otherwise. Let me look real quick. That's both, yeah. Let's 1980, <laughs> yeah, 1987. 87, huh? Right? Yeah, that's later than I would have guessed. 
Like it, it looked like shit. It didn't look like it needed to be 1987 for Leisure Suit Larry to come out. Apparently, there was like a a Sierra game called Soft Porn Adventure, of all things, in 1981. (laughs) And then there was some Larry games. Uh, But yeah, I think the Leisure Suit Larry things didn't come out until 1987. Which, so again, I would have been in college, and so it was very confusing to me where I saw it. At any rate, moving on. Yeah, weird. Okay. Weirdly okay. tawdry podcast. This uh, it, it, it's a it's it's padry. Um, is that anything? No, that's not anything. Um, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of video games, a post that I enjoyed and the content of the post that I enjoyed this this month was a post by Simmering Octagon about the epic ten hour long. Cyberpunk 2077 video review by a guy named Tim Rogers. What? Um, which sounds I insane. And it is kind words. of insane. Okay, well, there's a game, Cyberpunk 2077. It came out late last year. It was uh, long anticipated. It had been like years and years in development and hyping. And it's like, a, it's a cyberpunky game. You know, it's like Grand Theft Auto, except for cyberpunk so like, you and know. And this, this is modern times. This is like, yeah, so, yeah, the, this the is a, game came out recently. Yes, this is a game came out like uh, late last year, and it was a big, big deal. As like it had been hyped for for years, and you know it was a big game from a company that had already made big games, or the folks who made the Witcher's games, which were very, very big, and are now the basis of a Netflix. Uh, is that series. where that came from? Yeah, well, it originally came from like some Polish novels, and then like okay. they turned that into video games, and then that became enough of a phenomenon that Netflix turned it into, uh, you know. Series because like I'm the familiar next with the series, but it did seem to come from nowhere in a weird yeah. way. Like it wasn't built on a franchise I was familiar with. But I'm yeah, sorry, like, back to Cyberpunk 2077. Anyway, well, they, this is the same people, and it's the same sort of big thing. And it was very, very hyped. And also, the folks who make it, CD Projekt Red, aren't always super great about their politics and stuff. And so people were pretty worried that it was going to be like in, in like aggressively shitty. Uh, every direction oh, sexual God. politics was a big thing like they 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 they're doing sort of like weird sexy stuff in the future as part of like just the pervasive blade runner media landscape thing and like Thanks, are they being it. yeah clever or shitty about transness and and yeah like Awful. so and, anyway and they, 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 come on, it's 2010 what the f- 2010 Josh. it's oh, 2021 <laughs> <laughs> yes um Anyway, the game came out and, you know, people played it and it was pretty broken when it came out, uh, especially on consoles, like it ran pretty okay on PC, but it came out and it turns out it's, it's a video game. It's a big video game. It's like, like a GTA or, or, or the Witcher games. It's big and there's a lot to play and there's stuff that works and stuff that doesn't work so well. And, um, Tim Rogers is a guy who does, he's been doing like video game journalism for a long time. And like, you know, this is a game that he'd basically been looking forward to in a sense, you know, since he was like 20 and a baby video game journalist. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, to conclude his first season of his action button review project, he started... Uh, Which is like a YouTube channel? This year? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he did a review of this game that he'd, like, been literally waiting 20 years for to some extent. And, like, you know, there's so much to talk about in terms of his feelings about it and, like, ways of talking about video games that he did, like, an hour-long initial chapter to the then six different hour-ish long oh chapters God. on different aspects of it, 
um, like the whole thing is like it's a stunt, but it's not like a time wasting stunt. It's more like, hey, I'm just I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna for some reason well, spend like the next eight months the doing this. Bridging paths aspect of this, like so, like in in in. in in vibing with the branching path nature of the narrative in Cyberpunk and many other games like that, so where the like game you can sort of like, has branching paths. And yeah, you can you can choose to go this way or that way. And, yeah, so in that sense, in that spirit, he was like, okay, so here's the thing: I, you've watched the intro, and now there's like six different chapters on different aspects of this. Watch two of them, and then watch the final chapter, and that's how I want you to watch it. And so everyone will have a slightly different experience. And okay. you know, I can't tell you not to. And you're going to come into the comments and be like, "Oh, what do you I watched all six. What do you think about that?" And you know what? I don't care. I don't care. Shut up. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, it's interesting. It's it's one of those things where like I have no idea how interesting this would be to watch if you really weren't like interested in the game or sort of a little bit into the style but like i've never watched any of his like stuff at length before i've seen little clips of him before i was like oh it seems like an amusing guy who does you know video game criticism right uh but it's this big long thoughtful thing and also sort of like goofy and i'm impressed that he made it and i'm actually sort of working my way through it in bits and pieces because it's just a lot to watch like you know it's 10 fucking hours and uh yeah yeah, but, well, it seems like good in a vacuum. That user basically is like, uh, I, what? Uh, yep. Like, but then, like, kind of came back around and saw some different segments and wound up basically enjoying it. Yeah. Um, but also, at first, was just like, I'm just not what even is yep. kind of. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like almost like a statement of person slash shooting yourself in the foot on purpose of like, you know, the joke of like, you know, well, uh, it's uh, with my attention span, I can't like sit down and like read a book for an entire half hour, but I'll watch a four hour video essay on a game I've never played and never will yeah. like, you know, and that's like, and that's reflective of the fact there is more and more of this long form sort of like video based criticism and analysis of stuff. Right. Um, and for some people, that's just going to be a hard fucking no. And for other people, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Definitely some hard people fucking like, no to, for me. Yeah. But, but I, you know, I get that it's part of other people's enjoyment media landscape, and I'll definitely watch anything that has the word Taskmaster in it. So yeah. <laughs> to, to each their own. Anyway, that's a thing that happened. Neat. There's not much discussion in the thread because, like, there's 10 hours of material to watch before discussing it. But uh, yes. But as ten-hour-long branching path video reviews go, oh come on, name um, another. I think it's a. I think I don't think. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean that's, that was kind of the joke. That was kind of that was kind of what I was going for. Well, good. Um, what else you got for metaphors? <laughs> uh, well, uh, after Jim kept needling me to uh, post like the postal fun facts post to Metafilter, and I was like, I'm not gonna. It's not my thing. No. Um, he just decided to uh, post it himself. So basically, the website, the you know, the postal service has a website that's just facts.usps.com, which is actually kind of a cute. I was very surprised it had not been posted before. Um, kind of slick website with facts about the postal service, and as you know, like. The Postal Service is one of those things that, like, if you're into it, you're into it. And if you're not, you are either are not because you don't use it and don't give a shit or you hate it. 
and you just can't be bothered. And so I didn't want to talk to Postal Service haters on Metafilter, so I didn't post this. Jim doesn't care, doesn't pay attention to that kind of stuff, and is much more good-natured than me. And so he um, posted, uh, U.S. Postal Service has no official motto, and the website, and the Twitter bot that posts a different post office every 30 minutes, which I actually enjoy very much. <laughs> and then Flab Dablet showed up just talking a lot. Bad. And so did some other people, and... You know, it, it, it turned into kind of what I thought, which was people talking about the legendary inefficiency of the post office. And people are like, well, yeah, except for all the worst ways to get stuff delivered, I guess. Er, uh. And one of the things that's really interesting for me is like, you know, uh, DeJoy, the postmaster general, uh, the man people love to hate, um, who really seems to be doing all he can to drive uh, the post office into the ground. Uh my local people who work at the post office seem to really like him. And we talked was, about this last time, and like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just very confusing to me. And 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 I think I may have found a way to sort of reconcile it, which is they like him because they have new trucks and stuff <laughs> and stuff, you know. But like other other modernization stuff, and we don't really have a lot of like delivery problems just because there's just not a lot of people here so it's easier to deal with you know uh, contractions in the postal service thing but the new trucks could as well be some kind of weird grift or handout to DeJoy's cronies so it would make the employees happy but make other people mad maybe yeah I don't know so thanks Jim for taking one for the team (laughs) and uh, posting that post office post um, Although you've, you've, you've now had to engage by proxy with all this. Yeah, and I did comment in the thread, but if it's not my thread, I don't care as much. Like, yeah. I know theoretically it shouldn't matter, but realistically, it yeah. does. And it, one of the things I did, because I feel like I've been getting my life back over the last month and a half, and not just because I, you know, got my booster, but because, like, Work stuff has both picked up and calmed down in ways that are both helpful for me. So I've got a Mm. little bit of more free brain to do things that I want to do. And one of the things that I did was, you know, I've been cleaning up my apartment, which has been great, and it really silted in. But one of the other things was cleaning up the giant bag of stamps I have. Because, like, my mother always used to get me, like, stamps for, like... Like birthdays and stuff, Are like these like used stamps or unused stamps? unused stamps that you can use on letters and kind of cool old ones that look neat. But like her and my sister are both kind of like go big or go home people, so they just got me many more stamps than I ever needed, and they, <laughs> they just turned into this big bag of extra stamps. And I've started sending more mail, so I've been using more of them but then i was like i just need to deal with this so i kind of organized them but now i have a whole bunch of neat interesting stamps that i can put on envelopes because i know what i have and it's not just like every time i move a book or a magazine i'm like ah shit are there more stamps in here (laughs) (laughs) and so that's been very nice so yes and the post office likes you know the guy at the post office is always like Ah, oh, it's too bad you put these cool old stamps on this letter. And I'm like, what was I going to do otherwise? Put it in like a three-ring binder on a shelf? This way at least you can appreciate it. The person who gets it me? can appreciate it. Like, you know, yeah, they're not that cool. Yeah. And they're cooler to use, I think. So, yeah. 
steps. Uh, one, one, one big topic of interest in the last uh, uh, couple weeks here is uh, Facebook renaming its corporate structure to Meta. Yeah, what even the fuck? Are you, like, poised to do something cool I, I, with that? <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, first of all, there's nothing cool that I could possibly do Ugh. with, like, you know, Facebook shit. Um, I mean, it's 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 Maybe maddening need, like, and also Facebook like a non-issue. Basically, should like yeah, redirect but like, somewhere. Here's funny. the here's the problem. Like anything that I do that is a reaction to that is kind of legitimizing Facebook through like the weird little you. attention. Like my 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 absolutely juvenile comment of like more like what did I say? Jerk fuckerberg. Um, which I left as a mod comment in that thread. Take, that's take about all I actually want to. Yeah, it's about all I really want to say. You know, it's like yeah. that. That's that's my statement on the subject. Because like, here's the thing: it's Facebook. They're a fucking behemoth. Like, you know, we can imagine the idea that there would be a situation in which there would be a clear cut, you know, like legal complaint to make beyond you fuckos. Well, but, I mean, like, you saw like some of the ones zipping around the internet of people being like, "Actually, our company was called Meta, and this is what Facebook yeah. did to us." But I, I haven't followed. I mean, like you, I find the whole thing kind of despicable, and so I've mostly ignored it. But it's nice yeah. to see all the MetaFilter people united. To- yeah, like everybody agrees that it's fucking horseshit, and that's that's kind of – I think about all there will be to it. Like I really don't see Meta going around trying to close down every website that has Meta in the name because that would be a fucking quixotic thing in the right. first place. But if you and need a lawyer, I have one yeah. who would love that. If if it if anything like approaching that stupidity does occur, you know, we'll sort of like measure that out when it comes and I'll I'll take you up on that. Yeah. But in the meantime, like we're not going to go fucking suing Facebook. Of like, course you know, not. like well, It's just not yeah, no. Um it's just stupid. It's just stupid and maddening. It's like it's such a specific kind of stupid yes. maddening thing to happen. You know, it's like if someone started up a yacht company and all the yachts were named after like your dead grandpa and there was one parked on every street corner. It's like, well, on the one hand, I don't know, but on the other hand, this fucking what? 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 Right. You know, it's just ugh. So yeah. yeah, that was. I enjoyed that thread uh, in the everybody's angry together sort of way. Well, um, and it's not. It's not ultimately consequential in in, yeah. in most ways for almost everybody. So you can kind of talk about it and dish about it and hate it, but it's not like dishing on climate change where realistically the oceans are still rising anyhow. So yeah. you kind of, you know, you, you, you laugh to keep from crying. Like, you know, this sucks, but I don't think Facebook changing its name yeah. is itself no, the problem with Facebook. And people are still calling Google Google, even if it's technically the Alphabet company. No one gives a shit, like right. in terms of like popular branding. So, like, yeah, whatever. But that that was quite a thing. I had a that was a day for sure. Yeah, I um, missed this entirely. I think I just wasn't around on the internet this day. So yeah, it's yeah, just as well. Um, but a nicer thing that I liked from uh, Metafilter in the last month is a post I didn't make because someone made it in July and I only finally caught up last month. But Klaasun back in July made a post about a fractal vice um, from a channel called hand tool rescue. Who's a guy who does restoration of old hand tools and, and such. Um, you and the fractal send me a link or you just, Oh, I, <laughs> I placed it into Slack. Um, in the sorry what? about that. <laughs> into Slack. I'm not even in that Slack. I know. Anymore. I know. I was just, I had the wrong window focused. <laughs> Rude. Are you at work too? 
Nope. I just, uh, right. Slack's usually open. Um, okay. There's, there's your link. It's a fractal vice. It's a, it's a vice that instead of having two like fixed metal heads on either end of the vice, it has a bunch of articulated like half circles nested in each other so that like when you close it around any object, it sort oh, of conforms yeah! to it. Yeah. Oh my This was going gosh. around on Twitter like earlier in the year, which is probably proximal to this post, which actually Klausun was making after I think the initial thing had gone around and then oh other people God. started doing it. So it's a collection of uh, videos and projects and whatnot about that. Um, and I just think it's a lovely piece of machinery. Like it's, it. it's pandering to me just with like the fractal angle, but like, you know, it's, it's I mean, cool. It's, it's, I mean, I get why it's fractal, but it's barely fractal as much as it's just like a gorgeous, like... Yeah, it's decidedly fractal. I'm going to say it's decidedly it's decidedly fractal in its design. It's one of the more fractal machines I've ever seen. Yeah, Um, but I mean, name another fractal machine. Exactly. (sighs) So. (laughs) Oh, I read a book that had a uh, what they think is a spaceship sci-fi book, um, which has a fractal um, exterior. Like pyramid fractals, you know, like oh, okay. you have a pyramid and each pyramid has a pyramid coming out of it. Yeah, like a Serp- Serpinski tarp- carpet or Serpinski yeah, exactly. triangle sort of thing. Of course. Yeah. If that's what it is, yes. That's what it is. <laughs> but but it was neat just because they specifically use it because uh, both that I think it keeps more of the radiation from getting to the inside of the spaceship but also they you know it's some like future blah 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 that takes i don't know some element out of the surrounding atmosphere and they can do more of it if they have a bigger surface area and so they have this gigantic surface area by having that thing yeah i guess if it's 3d it'd be a serpinski uh, pyramid yeah but it was neat i thought of you fractals in my in my actual in my actual life. Nice. Yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a good way to uh get a lot of surface area. And same thing with Serpinski carpets and uh manger sponges. You know, the, the farther you go, the more surface area they have and the less volume they have. And yes. so within the limits of construction you can have a great deal of uh surface area and a very lightweight uh object, which is like a sort of two for one deal. Yeah, neat deal. Well, I really like that machine. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. And uh, this welcome. is kind of an old school uh, Metafilter post uh, by Dances to Blue, which is just the Reddit thread of the most useful websites that most people might not know about. <laughs> Ultimate internet rabbit hole. But I just like, you know, and it's via Dig, which is just the sweetest. <laughs> the sweetest. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And And then it's just, you know, me fights calling out things they found there that they liked or things they like that maybe even weren't even there. And so it's just a great long list of uh, stuff. Oh, nice. And I see Tree Rooster got to a very important place, which was mentioning the uh, online encyclopedia of integer sequences. So, yay. Yeah, I believe you and I probably talk about that annually. Yep. Yep. If not more. Love it. Much better to have it be an online encyclopedia than something you have to buy in a book. God, it'd be weird to buy like a set of OEIS volumes. That'd be that'd feel very strange. Well, I mean, remember, I don't know if it's a remember thing for you, but you know, there used to just be like print books of random numbers. 
Yes. Before you could usefully generate them from computers. Yeah. You could buy a book and then use that book to look them up for I'm not even sure why. But it was a thing. I didn't totally understand it, and I sure used to like looking at them for no reason. There's something, I don't know, it's like a sort of like secular mysticism about large strings of random numbers. Yeah, exactly. I, I share that feeling. Well, those are my main Metafilter things. Did you have anything else for Metafilter? I'll toss one more at you, and then we can move on. Um, I came across this post by TSS because there was a typo that needed fixing, and then it turned out it was completely my shit, uh, which is a uh, it's a post about uh, Hackenbush, or really sort of about um, I'll click the broader the link question as soon of, as I get it. <laughs> oh god damn it i did it again i did it again oh jesus okay there you go all right keep talking <laughs> I'm, I'm apologizing in slack for the computer links everybody in slack is like josh what is happening is it even the meta filter slack or is it just some yeah. other slack yeah no it's, it's just the general channel on so like you know right so, which has a downside like any other slack someone was like oh so wait you, you don't use the slack client you just have it in, open in a browser no i i use the cl- slack client and i was like clicking over to it for some reason i mean yeah. in the course of talking about meta filter stuff during the workday, i'm gonna paste links into the slack a lot you know and some part of my brain is just not you know what here's what it is mm-hmm. usually what i do this is such a boring bit of process but I usually what i do process. when we're podcasting it's like it's is, admin right i love hearing about admin yeah, so so usually what I do is like the TriCast window, I, I pull it out to its own window instead of being a tab inside my normal yep, thing. So that's I can what ignore I do. The 15 tabs I usually have open. Um, and then I will open another window and open all of our links in there. Like I'll queue up links uh, as tabs in this third window and open up your links in that window as well. Um, and I've realized at times that just means I'm shuffling between two different like browser windows for no good reason. It's a little bit of friction. So this time I was like, well, what if I just like commit to one window and I'll have the TriCast thing open because I don't need to look at it most of the time. And then I'll just open up all the other tabs in that same window instead of having two windows. And I'm doing that. And as a result, I don't constantly have the TriCast text field visible when I'm like grabbing a link and getting ready to paste it. And so my eyes looking for the text field and it finds Slack is the only one that's visible. I'm like, oh, that's where I should be putting it. And I think that's what's going on. Okay. Um, so there we go. Um, anyway, Hackenbush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this, this post is, uh, it's about a video about a classic mathematics book from, uh, 1982 apparently. But anyway, it's, it's, it's one that I know and have encountered before called winning ways for your mathematical plays. And it's uh, sort of loose, friendly, playful, deep dive into game theory and mathematical choice and number theory tied to that. And it's really hard to explain. And the video does a good job of sort of easing into it to the extent that it's possible, which is to say I got about two thirds before I was overwhelmed. I just had to stop watching it. Um, But like as an introduction, it's pretty good. And there's some little bit of discussion in the thread as well. It's just, it's inescapably kind of weird high level math. So it's hard to make it really accessible, but this video does a good job of, like at least sort of giving an idea of uh, of what is going on there and, and where to start and how weird some of the numbers get in trying to figure out how to calculate, you know, potential winners and chances in specific kinds of mathematical games. Um, so I enjoyed it and also feel 
a little overwhelmed by it. And if anyone else feels like feeling overwhelmed by it, check it out. There it is. Neat. That's my review of that video review of that book. Hey, that was brief. Yeah. It's not 10 hour branching. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That'll be the next draft. Um, let's talk about Ask Metafilter. Great. I enjoyed Ask Metafilter. Uh, as I always do, spent most of my time there. And, uh, and like regular Metafilter, I um, asked a question this month. And I would like to uh, especially thank everybody who took the time to read my incredibly fussy question. Um, but I figured, if where else can you ask an incredibly fussy question? Because the problem is, I'm now, because I've been out and about more and I you know I walk probably six days a week now I'm out of podcasts right I'm out right because right. there's only two that I listen to besides this one and I'm out uh, and I'm picky a lot right I, I can't stand that kind of like NPR voice podcast I can't stand like young hipster dips who like pretend to do research when they just Google something and then they act like they're imparting knowledge from on high. I can't yeah. stand Mark Marin, even though I love his interviews. Um, uh, the etiquette people are too jokey for me. John Hodgman isn't my deal. And so, but I know kind of what I like, but I just don't really know what's out there for podcasts, right? There's yeah. like that meta talk thread that's all about like, what did you just discover that everyone else has known has been awesome for years? And for me, it's like, wow, podcasts are now part of my routine that they never were before, but I don't really know what's there. Yeah. And so, but I have a long list of things I like, and I've got a short, shorter list of things I don't like, you know, and Metafilter people listen to a lot of podcasts, and I got like a ton of great advice, and then of course the podcast I've wound up listening to was one I randomly found on Twitter, uh, <laughs> you know, like somebody I went to college with but don't even know as a grown-up posted something about this comedy podcast she was listening to, and I'm like, that's the thing, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to try out really most of these um, sure. that seem really interesting, and I'm just so happy that people took the time to read all of my like, eh, I don't like this. I don't yeah. eh, fussy because it really matters to me who I'm going to like spend my brain time with. And I just don't want people whose company I don't enjoy taking up that time, but it's, yeah. it's tricky, you know, it's, it's tricky. Like, I mean, I mean, music recommendations are tricky, but music recommendations, you can usually kind of pan pretty quickly and fairly accurately like if you're like listen to like the first song off an album you're like whoa if this is not it then like okay right. we'll move on to the next one podcasts like you kind of feel like you need to spend a little more time to figure out the vibe and see what the arc of a show well, is some like some of them you need to kind of start from the beginning but others it yeah. doesn't really matter you know blah 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 and yeah yeah, so it's just tricky, but I really, you know, not only do I enjoy podcasts, but like I, again, like it's my thing when I'm out walking by myself now, just because it'll motivate me to go walking if there's a podcast I really enjoy, you know, yeah. or, or clean my house, which is what I've been doing the last couple of weeks, which is the other reason I'm out of podcasts. So thank you, Metafilter people. I'm going to start digging into some of these podcasts. And, and I'm sad that there doesn't seem to be a really good Saturday Night Live podcast. 
because that is the kind of thing I think mm. I would really enjoy. But I've only seen a couple of them, and they all look like they're not great. Yeah. There are select episodes in the backlog of Comedy Bang Bang, which is a podcast I like very much, where the guest has been a SNL person and they've gotten into like a they half an hour skits, of talk though, about it. But they? then like it, well, they don't do skits. They do long form improv, which ah. may be like saying, no, 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 they don't, they don't, they don't punch dogs. They uh, shoot them in the face. But you know, uh, I happen to like this particular kind, but the point is if I had offhand a good list of these, there are a number of episodes that probably add up to a few hours of listening of like, Scott Ackerman talking with this or that SNL person about sort of like the culture and behind the scenes stuff that was actually really fascinating to trip across on what is usually a much more like goofy podcast. Well, because Marin was always like obsessed with SNL. And so you always would get like SNL dives whenever he had anybody on who either had been in the cast or, you know, had hosted. And I really enjoyed that. But again, I can't even fast forward through Marin anymore. You know what I mean? Like he's just not yeah. my dude fine if he's somebody else's dude and that's kind of what i like about podcasts is you can tell somebody you don't like a podcast that they recommended and it's very unlikely to become personal you know yeah, what it's I mean? probably it's probably not their identity being destroyed yeah because a lot of people listen to 10 or 15 of them and you know you don't like one of them maybe you'll like another one and yeah. but i know that it's kind of fun to tell somebody like oh you might like this and have them be like oh I'd like to get into that whole thing. And you're like, oh, yeah. I'm so happy. Like telling people about Taskmaster who haven't heard about Taskmaster, if it's their jam, they will probably be very happy to have found a new show with 12 seasons of stuff and a whole bunch of spinoffs. If it's not their jam, meh, whatever, yeah. not their jam. I didn't make it. My personal take on this, by the way, is I'm going to end the several people in the thread who suggested you're wrong about because I think you would probably enjoy that. Great. Thank you. Who hosts it? Uh, it is uh, Michael Hobbs and uh, killing me that I'm blanking on her name. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, and his female co-host. Sarah Marshall. Um, I would say Sarah Marshall and her male co-host, Michael Hobbs. Oh, perfect. I feel like it's a little bit more like her lead on it. Um, it came out of like the, the whole backstory with it, I guess, is it sort of came out of them both being like sort of research journalists and she was working on and has been working on for a long time, a uh, book about the satanic panic oh, um, and that whole thing. Right. And so like, I have heard this. Yeah. Yeah. So I think their first few episodes touched on stuff specifically oriented to that. And then they sort of branched out and they've been doing a long form series on the OJ Simpson trial um, and a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, I, uh, they are both very, uh, smart and funny well, and, and interesting to listen to. really know what research is, I always yeah. appreciate hearing about their process. People who think they're researching or doing their own researching, but what they're really just doing is Googling some lazy shit. I don't yeah, want to hear from it. them. Yeah. You know, like they're not, they're not adding to my scope of knowledge. They're actually doing less than I would do to look up the same information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this, this journalists this, are terrific for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's much, it's them. much better that way. And they also, neither of them seems to be particularly gleeful about the shitty stuff that comes up in the course of talking things. But like, right. They don't it make feels it like tawdry. they're like, Oh God. And here's a, I can't, ugh, you know, sort of thing rather than like, Oh, and then you won't believe what happened to the blood after that. Right. Um, Right. But first, Squarespace. Um, well, and I think so, yeah. that's why I like the UK podcast is because, like, 
Americans are just weird and fucked up about stuff, you know, that there's that there's a lot of them who enjoy that, you know, and again, fine if that's you, it's not me. And yeah. so like, you know, uh, no such thing as a fish can talk about things that have to do with, I don't know, like sex, your genitals, like that kind of stuff without it turning into a like, wah, 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 kind of, ugh, <laughs> ugh, ugh. You know, they can just talk about, like, your genitals as if they're, like, things people have without it becoming suddenly tawdry just because you mentioned. I mean, you know, like we were talking about, like, pixelated penises earlier. Like, that to me is how normal people talk about that kind of stuff. But many Americans are always like, and I'm not there for it. Yep. Oh, Jim's awake from his nap. Always going out for a walk. Good morning, Jim. Enjoy your walk. Uh, there were a lot of other things that I really enjoyed from Ask Metafilter. Uh, Lay a mommy. One of the ones, because I never thought about this even, was um, Quaker Mel basically asking, hey, you know, we all know about like the happy birthday song, but like, do you have like a personal, like, song that's sung just in your like friend group or maybe in your country if you don't sing like the kind of american happy birthday song like you know in the u.s most people sing this song but not always in my quaker meeting we sing this song what birthday song are sung in your circle and if there's a video share it and it was neat just because there's lots of people who have different different things that they do which is cool and also because like in the seventh inning stretch which is the uh, facebook live thing that i watch with the red sox organist right they always do happy birthday songs to the tune of hocus pocus by focus (laughs) you know that song i don't i just i like the sound of it ridiculous but like it's basically this kind of metal like and so that's how it goes happy birthday bob happy birthday bob happy birthday bob and it's so stupid but like that's That's the song you know so if you've had a birthday in the last week and in fact the show is going on right now it started at five instead of seven today you can just request a birthday song and they'll just basically play that but it's just so funny and so <laughs> stupid and i feel like you know having your own traditions like that is kind of what makes a community a community and so it was fun to see how other people do the same stuff i will give yeah. you a uh, a youtube video so that you can share the joy hocus pocus because the band's name is focus and just just so ridiculous yeah hocus pocus by focus I couldn't. I couldn't help but be delighted by the uh, metrical content there. Happy birthday, Bob! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like a band from the '70s. Like, if they're still around, they may still be around, but they were definitely like a thing in the '70s. So, you know, at your leisure, you can watch that video, and you'll have at least right. a sense of it. But I enjoyed it. People talk about like, oh, we do this in Germany or in Greece. We do this in Western Massachusetts. We've done this thing. Um, In Afrikaans, it's this thing. And, you know, it also uh, allows you to appreciate kind of the the wide and varied backgrounds that people in Metafilter come from. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah. Should I keep going? Keep going. I've got got a couple little ones, but I know you're going to have several. Okay. Uh, 
briefly, a happy story. LSK was trying to figure out how TSA's lost and found work because they left their laptop at the checkpoint. Uh, uh, you know, everybody's nightmare. And um, I only pulled this out to mention it because uh, they found it. So. All right. LSK, lost laptop, found laptop. Yes. Um, yes. And that was cool. Uh Box was looking for a name for their can-crushing machine, office can-crushing <laughs> machine. Good punny names. And so this was like a long, a long list. And uh, uh, Wesley Crusher. Yeah, Citizen Crush. Thread was, thread was over the right can. there. My first crush. Candide. Uh. Yeah, but super fun. And... Uh, Oh, and then another kind of list generating thing, which I, I didn't totally understand, but I, I mostly get it, um, is Potsribi, or Pots, 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 I always thought that was Potsribi, and maybe I've been saying it wrong the entire time. I don't know. At any rate, they have a question about programming and computer terms that refer to obsolete Technology. Yeah, this is one that I was going to mention. So software uh, bugs named after a bug. Yes, no, maybe. Uh, core yeah. dumps are because of magnetic core memory. And, um, you know, looking for terms that are something specific. Uh, and people, you know, it gets, it gets all the silverbacks out in the room talking about the yeah. things <laughs> they know from a long time ago. And... I didn't know all of these, and I enjoyed them, and it didn't turn into a bunch of nerds fighting with each other, which is always nice. Yeah. No, it's it was it's it's such a weird the 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 sort of churn of technology and the degree to which there has been so much speed in the movement of computing technology over the last several decades, like it m makes it feel like a particularly rich vein of weird anachronistic. Uh, references like you know they, these things exist all throughout like language over the course of you know centuries but like the speed at which like the technology itself has come and gone keeping the metaphor around is is really it does feel something unusual to sort of computer technology in particular and it stuff uh because of that like just the the speed of the treadmill is great uh greater than normal but like radio buttons. I remember yeah. radios that had those buttons. They were cool. Yeah. And you know, that's a user interface convention named after the buttons you'd see that were presets on cars. And cars still have preset buttons, but it's not like you push one in and the other ones pop out. Yeah. Which were pretty nifty. And yeah, as folks have noted, the like the the disc uh save icon like Floppy disks are a dead metaphor, but also what else we're going to put right there? So like we just a silver keep using that platter, image. like especially because more and more stuff just moving to SSD. What does that even look like? Weird little yeah. chip. I don't know. Yeah, like when you abstract away the physical item, what is your point of reference? And it's like I don't know the concept. It's a lot harder to draw an icon of a abstract verb than it is of a like physical uh, component. So. But yeah, no, I, th I thought that was a, I thought that was an interesting read and it has been in the back of my head. Every time I've thought of something, like there's been an answer in there already since I didn't get there like right away, but. Right. But 
I enjoyed reading it. Just made me happy. And while we're talking about nerds, there were some in Will's thread trying to figure out how to get Ethernet cable from their old house to the even older barn. <laughs> and, you know, you could do wireless repeaters, but eh, meh, it's New England. What kind of cable? Meh. You know, do you put it in a conduit? Do you meh, meh? And, you know, there's a lot of smart people in the thread with a whole bunch of advice. I'm not sure if uh, Will's done that project yet. He is one of the 11 people that listen to the podcast. So uh, let us know. I mean, <laughs> what? Oh, that was very um, funny, actually, saying that, that 11 was. people listen to the podcast and that it turns out it's more like 15 or 16. Yep. But I am interested in how this project went because probably you'd have to be working on that project uh, fairly soon if it's going to be uh, before the yeah. before the winter yeah, time. Always, so I'm curious yeah. how it went. Update us. Update us. Um, there was, I will always uh, mention a, a thread like this when I notice it, but there was a, a thread from uh, Brittany oh, asking basically, hey, I want to learn. Well, it was, you know, what well, didn't have a ton of comments or anything, but uh, just a few days ago and saying, hey, you know, I'm trying to learn to do art more. You know, I'm a creative person, but I don't really like do like visual arts um and i want to how do i do that what can i look for like blogs and accounts and things to read and that stuff uh for drawing and watercolor stuff and it had some suggestions and hey i feel like a lot of people find themselves thinking that a lot and here's uh, i think this a lot yeah like i've always thought that i don't have talent for that kind of thing but that doesn't mean anything you know like like draw a thing you like to look at like my sister does you know, cartooning and stuff like that. And I think one of the reasons she's good at it is she just does it often. Yeah. And I, I think should there's, do yeah. more of it, especially with all the like funny little birds that come around here. Like it would make me happy to have little pictures of the birds, even if they don't look like the birds. Yeah. But if you find a, a way of doing a thing that you like and like doing enough to sort of turn just doing it into accidental practice, like that's but the biggest right, thing for exactly. me. I've talked about that before, but like you know, if you can, if you can get to the point where instead of doing your homework, you're just kind of doing a thing. Yeah, exactly. That you feel like doing, then that's that's a humongous step forward. And between that and just sort of like unpacking the assumptions you have about like what making art should look or feel like versus what you're doing, and say, oh no, it's whatever you're doing is what it is. Like there's a whole bunch of cultural baggage that needs to be just completely shot out the window. Um, but yeah, you can, you can just try doing a thing and try doing a different thing. And, and yeah. So yeah, go make some art. Yeah. I think that would be neat. And, uh, I like that thread. Thanks for pointing it out to me. And, yeah. uh, here's one, here's one by Scruss. Scruss, one of the other 11 people. Uh, hi Scruss. I really liked it. You've grown your hair long. Uh, it looks really good. Uh, cause Scruss is also I, I, on my I think shop. he might've cut it off. What? Wasn't he saying he was, cutting it off i could be wrong i could be conflating two different hair well, i saw a picture that he put up on uh mall chop fairly recently which included the long hair but it may have been the older picture that he uses for his profile and oh, not what he currently looks like i could also i could also just be conflating ah. i liked long hair I, I i feel like i saw a picture with shorter hair but i also don't know if that was old or new oh um, and i was gonna ask you looking at your getting a tattoo picture did you cut your hair more than before or is it just uh, the, kind of the same? It just looked. It's different. just it's 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 just pulled up. Like I've, oh, okay. I, I I did the undercut. Uh, I don't know a few months ago. Yeah, and, and I remember I just sort that. Of, 
Yeah, and I've, I've just sort of kept that up, but I've, I've found that I really don't particularly like it down with the undercut, even though that was part of the ideas I could go either way. It's yeah, just yeah. like, it doesn't lay as So it's as like well back in a ponytail or something. Yeah, so I'm just, yeah, yeah, pulling it You didn't it, get a fashy back. haircut? No. Good. Was a little curious. So <laughs> back to Scruss. Um, Scruss basically had a friend who was running a campaign, raising some money, blah, 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 and, you know, got a message that was like, hey, we're almost at the goal. And, you know, they Scruss donated, and then suddenly the goal changed. And he was pissed because he was like, ah, you know, I was happy to be the person who, like, put it over the top, but now I see I've just fallen for a thing. Because, you know, he's not naive. He understands how these things work, but he's like, what? Sure. I thought, what? Is this just an engagement trick? And people are like, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it was a campaign for transparency. What the fuck? Yeah. Aggravating. And so, yeah, he was grumpy about the whole thing and uh but it's an interesting bunch of people talking about how this stuff works and you know how let's see blah 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 blah. yeah so basically got a non-apology from 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 his friend (laughs) so sorry i don't mean to make light of it because obviously that's a crappy feeling but it is good to kind of understand how these things work uh and, you know, people who may just be using different platforms to be raising money, those platforms may be engaging in these slightly underhanded fundraising uh, yeah. tools. I had one well, more from Ask Metafilter. All right. Uh, basically, Mies, who says, look, I'm fat. I don't have any rhythm. I'm out of shape. I have asthma. My feet are weird. <laughs> But I want to move around. I want to dance. I don't need to, like, be in a class. I don't need to, like, whatever. I just want to, like, move around in ways that make me feel good when I listen to music in an exercise space. But I've used, like, dance-focused aerobic videos, and they don't really work. And, you know, it's, like, I'm not super coordinated, but I just want something, like, fat-focused, fat-positive that focuses on, like having a good time and being happy in your body. And yeah. so there's a lot of just, hey, here are some things you might actually like. Dance church, uh, body grooves, uh, some classes by larger people with modifications for everybody, tap, fit, etc., etc. And it's just great because... You know, there's lots of good options. I mean, it's kind of like you said about art. I think that's also a lot of people feel that with their physicality, right? That they're like, I can't, you know, either I can't exercise or I can't dance because I have these, you know, physical issues, whatever they are. And, you know, being in a situation where you're around a bunch of people who are just really positive about what you can bring to it and what it can bring to you that's great. It can be really kind of revolutionary in its own neat yeah. way. And so it's great to see all of these options for people with varying abilities who just want to be able to like move and be happy in their body and listen to music. Cool. Yeah. So I'm that's it for me. With glancing through the thread now. <laughs> Hello, Josh. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing that good radio thing of, okay, I'm going to quietly read the thing we're talking about now. That's all right. Um, quiet, you know, there's a time for quiet yeah. reading. It just isn't right now. 
Well, uh, uh, a number of seasonally uh, relevant meta talk things. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just this, you have to get uh, this out before the eleventh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I'm trying to paste in the wrong window. God damn. Okay, uh, come on. Like one time um, is an accident. I stopped this time. I stopped this time. See, oh, I didn't I start talking so about it before it. pasting. So I'm just good. yeah, yeah. I pasted it, but didn't hit enter, and then I came over the right window. Everyone had to hear about it, but at least I feel like I'm. You know, in control. Um, Mefi Mall, we're spinning up. Uh, I love the mall for... so much, and I think I I'm going to sell my Christmas stamps in the mall because when I was assessing my stamps, one of the things I have a lot of is Christmas stamps, and one of the things I don't celebrate is Christmas. Uh, so other people can uh, buy some unused American postage to put on their Christmas cards uh, for me once the mall That's is excellent. spun up. Which should yeah. be soon, yeah. It's it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's technically up right now, but we'll like get an announcement up in the next day or so after we make sure everything's up to date. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a common if you want to buy from Mephites or sell stuff to Mephites or Mephites uh, or Mephites or you know wh- wh- whatever perverse mispronunciation you choose. Um, you know that's out there. Uh, there is also, uh, like you said, uh, by the eleventh. If you want to sign up for the Metafilter gift swap, you'll need to sign up by the eleventh. That's Thursday. Always a good time. Who's running that? App? Um, uh, it's I think Curious New and uh, someone else is helping too. I think, and I can't remember. Um, I was not involved in the coordinating email exchange, so I haven't had to refresh my brain on it. Oh, Mocha um, Pickle. Ah, okay. Yeah, thank both um, of you guys for putting it together. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a pile of work to accomplish, and it only happens because of that sort of big volunteer effort. So yeah, I decided no I was going to sit out this year, but maybe I may reconsider that. Actually, maybe you've got I- time. You've got three days. Ah! Ah! Um, and the card exchange. Uh, yes. Which is which specifically uh, holiday cards, I guess. I mean, I don't know that they have to, but like it's the holiday time, so that's well, probably going to be a common thing. Well, because I participate in the regular monthly card exchange, yeah. which I enjoy and also recommend to people if they're interested in getting to be part of the regular, like non-holiday card exchange. If you just write like writing cards and letters to other B fights, it's a um a fun option that I enjoy. Yeah. So this is Needle it's Girl. A, Thank you, Needle Girl. Yeah, this Needle Girl doing this, and you've got about a week left uh, to sign up for that as well. So, you know, get in on that. Can uh, sign up for this and just get non-Christmas cards? Doesn't look like it. I, well, yeah, I think it's sort of like... You get what you get. You get what you get. Which is fine. Uh, yeah. Um, it's also, uh, God help anybody who's like, oh, I better get on that right now, uh, since it's like eight days in, but NaNoWriMo is happening because it's November. So National Novel Writing Month, people are trying to write 50,000 words of fiction and if you feel like uh torturing yourself that way you too can uh, join in and commiserate in the Minotalk thread oh yeah um, i've never participated in that have you have you done that i did that uh five times what? um all of them a while back i was I've, gonna uh, say josh i feel like this is a thing i think i, I tried that five known. times Five times in my 20s, um, and one of them I actually hit the 50,000-word mark. I think it was like the third time I tried, maybe. And uh, Congratulations. I basically determined that writing unplanned novels very quickly is not something that I am particularly good at or particularly enjoy. Like, I enjoyed the stunt of it as much as anything, sure. and it was good to sort of, like, test the uh, the notion of just suddenly putting out a bunch of prose, but nope. 
I'm not particularly good at it. Uh, I found out that I like writing dialogue and I hate writing scene setting and, you know, it's a fascinating exercise. I've got no a good way to for find fiction, out. so I'm always completely impressed by people who manage to basically do anything. Uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I developed a much better understanding of the things that I don't even know how to approach in writing fiction, um, as well as the small set of things that it turns out like maybe I actually do have a little bit more of a handle on. Um, now, if it was national novel or national Twitter writing i don't know i could probably do fifty thousand words of tweets in a month if i right well i was gonna say i i um i use this uh tool called email meter that tells me how many emails i've sent and received in a month and blah 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 blah. but one of the things it doesn't say which i would really like to know is how many words i've sent in a month of emails you know i'm not sure if there's actually a way to do that because of you know how much email just is like iterative kind of you know yeah. somebody emails you, you consistently email filter back out the, and it uh, includes their yeah. email blah 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 but i would love to know like how many words i type into a gmail I, box I in would, a month i would be bet i i would be bet i i bet that would be pretty doable um like you would have the problem of if like quotation uh filtering gets messed up somehow then yeah you'd but get, theoretically like, big over counts but like in principle you can yeah i mean gmail tries to do that you know, all mail clients try and do that so um, I bet I bet if you wanted to have a go at that, you could find some tools to do it. I bet it's out there. Yeah. Well, um, maybe I will. Yeah. And yeah, one other one other notable thing from Metatalk uh, is that Roll Truck Roll passed away recently. Um, there's a nice Metatalk thread about that. 40 um, years old. Too young. Yeah. He was a friend of mine. He was a friend of Laura Neeson's. I miss him. Sucks. Yep. But you should, if you didn't know what a wonderful person he was, you should pop into that thread and or uh, read the big thing that they wrote about him uh, at the EFF, where he worked and uh, did a lot of really good stuff. Yeah. And Metafilter did a couple little sort of privacy, temporary change, like blackout page type stuff uh, in coordination with stuff EFF did over the years. Yeah. Uh, and that was basically the work of Elliot saying, hey, guys. What do you think about doing this? So, yeah, just just a true Midwestern mensch, lovely man. Yep. And yeah, and uh, I don't know. Is that? I, I think I think we may have gotten there. We're about ninety minutes in. Seems like a podcast. I'm really looking right. forward to the mall. I will uh, update my store as soon as I am able to update yeah, my store. Me too. I'll take inventory on my uh, my back stock of of uh, line of cut prints and. and Get my Etsy oh, up to date as well. Yeah, that would be great. Your stuff is great. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. I look at uh, Bodie McBoatface is on the front of my uh, fridge, that little watercolor you did of Bodie in pajamas. Uh, Bodie. Yeah, Bodie. What a good cat. What a good cat. What a good podcast. What a good cat. What a good, what a good podcast. Always good to hear what? from you, Josh. I'm glad you had a good visit with your brother. I'm glad you got a cool new tattoo. And uh, I look forward to talking to you uh, right around Jimsmas. Sounds good. December 6th. Jim and other Jim. Jim time. Jim time.